Coach Guns and Adrianosaurus. Super Coach Guns and Adrianosaurus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's Magic Round. We've got a few key dogs returning to the team. And Hook has dropped half his team. But hey, he's just a dead man walking. He really is. Dropped Matto to the bench, but I don't care because he loves the switcheroo right before they run out. And lots of bottles of water on his uh, in his box as well. A couple of warriors are gonna return to their team. I thought C and K had to wait another week. But I don't care, you know why? Because it's Magic Round! Yeah! It's Magic Round! It's Magic Round! Well, welcome ladies and gents to Supercoach. Guns and Adriatosaurus TLT podcast for round 10. Just in case you didn't uh, catch on, it's Magic Round, round 10. Nathan from Supercoach Guns, welcome to the show, brother. Thanks for having me. And uh, I can't wait to rip in. This is Magic Round, and I love Magic Round. Love Magic Round. (laughs) Me too. And I'm a loose unit to begin with on regular weekends, but a three-day footy festival I'll be at every game. Um, When I I left it too late, because I thought I was tagging on with some other people, and they... I obviously wasn't clear enough that I was. I wanted a, someone to grab me a ticket, so I'm get. I've got big four hundred and fifty dollar tickets, so I'm I'm sitting in the on the halfway line in the sixth row, you know, for the whole uh, weekend. So good luck to everybody who's around me because I'm going to be loose as a mother. Uh, anyway, um, TLT's here. Look, it's been an eventful sort of TLT. I mean, I'm getting more red dots as the bloody comp goes on, and I feel like. Um, you know, players like Couchman were in my team, and he he's been sort of pumping along pretty nicely. Actually, his price has been going up okay. Ben Murdoch Mustilla has you know sort of fluked his way to a couple of good scores or decent scores enough for his money to work. Mowali's been a bloody AE nightmare, so him being out's pretty good. But it's been an eventful sort of TLT. I was lucky in the song. I was surprised that CNK is back, but we'll go through all of that. Um, Nathan, how you going for the year? Um, how'd you go last week? I went up 2,300 spots off the back of an 11.55. I was relatively uh, well off based on the team list last week. So I was I made a couple of moves. One paid off in bringing back Jermaine Hopgood. The other one didn't in bringing in Alex Johnston. Mm. But hey, can't complain with uh, the result that I got in the end. Yeah, I was like 1,004 something, 50 something. Matto laid out was an absolute friggin' knife in the back after, you know, the f- few others. I was contemplating Bird... 
um, Ewan Aiken, and I went with AJ because I thought he was bottoming out, and I thought it was a pretty good matchup for him. Um, and it looked that backfired. My other one I brought in was Tuppany, and he gets stood on the bench for the whole second half, basically. So not ideal. Um, look, and I'm, I only went down two spots, which I was happy enough with. I mean, I'm at a point in the season where I really want to get a good week and sort of get a good 100 or 200 sort of – or 1,000. I'd love a 1,000 red green arrows – um, it's sort of a period of the year now where we're going to get really interesting because people are starting to build towards the first buy. Um, and, you know, we've got a lot of sort of talk on players like Walsh. Is he is he no good against these harder teams? What's the fitness of Tommy Turbo and, and Cleary? Um, you know, is is Hop good back? Is it is it Hop Hop time? You know, like what we don't know about all these sort of things, and we'll talk about trade ins and trade outs, and we'll discuss those sorts of players. But let's kick it off uh, with the team and the team, the teams and the team news. Um, let's go for the first game, which I'll be at. It's the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs up against the Green Machine Canberra Raiders, having won a couple on the trot. The old Raiders, even though it was a bit of a fumble there last week that let us keep possession. About time one of them came back our way, eh? Um, look, for the dogs, Braden Burns is out. He was very heroic last week with that injury. It looks like it's going to be five weeks for him or so, but um, it's a real pity because he hasn't been able to catch a break, has he? Harrison Edwards is out. Curtis Morin is out. But, mate, they've got some nice um, ins in Jacob Carraz and Max King. Two big ins back for them, and Franklin Pelle is going to come back in on the bench. Uh, over for the Raiders, um, I was surprised that Albert Hoppawadi was dropped. I think he was really coming on as a first grader. Um, but they brought Savage in via the wing, um, which is interesting. I kind of felt like maybe Savage would have a few more weeks down in the Reggies. Um, and, you know, we'll wait and see. Hop, uh, Corey Harrowin and Naira is out of the team. Uh, so our Ada Mariotta is going to come in on the bench. Um, a lot of people sort of messaging me saying, you know, DeBellin, Corey Horsburgh, any interest in them? Nass, um, you know, Horsburgh's been playing pretty big minutes over the last couple of weeks in the 13, which, and he's doing a good job. He's having some sort of year. Um, move. I'm going to probably, I'm going to, I'm going to tip the Raiders in this. I hope we win because I'm going to be there and it's going to be fucked trying to party on in the rest of the night if the Raiders get done. Uh, no, I, I think it is the Raiders. I don't know. It would take um, a Matt Burden masterclass, which is possible, mm. but I think it's I think it's the Raiders. I think you're right. Mm. And just on Corey Horsburgh, he's played 70 minutes three weeks in a row, mm. and I don't know about you, but I, I, I think I might bring him in as my first slash second slash third front rower. Yeah, yeah. Um, just even out my pack. Yep. Um, he's looking good. I think the, the dropping of uh, yeah. CHN is probably good news for him as well for, to, to continue in those minutes. Um, we've got the Manly Warringah Seals up against the Broncos here. Um, KO Weeks is out. Morgan Harper's out. Tupolotto's out. Jake Travojevic is out. Sipley is out. Um, we've got Tom Travojevic back in. Brad Parker's going to come back into the centres. Uh, this is what I thought would happen to, despite the fact that Garrick wanted to play centre. Cooler's going to come back into the centres. Ben Travojevic is going to join the bench, and so is Aaron Woods. Garrick back to the wing, which is good news to me as a Garrick owner. Um, Kepi is from the bench back up to the front row. Uh, for the uh, Brisbane Broncos, Jock Madden's going to go out. Kobe Hetherington's going to go out. A couple of big ins for them as well in Ezra Mam and Payne Haas. Palasia's going to go from the front row to the bench. I'm going to tip the Bronx in this one uh, in a big Suncorp uh, crowd. And, look, I haven't really been excited by what I've seen by the, from the Manly Seagulls. I know they're looking pretty good on the ladder, but I don't really think um, they're going to do much at all. 
um, in this Brisbane Broncos, uh, you know, match at Suncorp during Magic Round. I've got a quandary because I was all for selling Reese Walsh, but looking at the the way that that um, Manly Seagulls team's named, I, I feel like he could have some real joy out there now with uh, Payne Hass back into the team. But we'll talk about that when we talk trades. Um, yourself, a tipping in that one? margin it just the middle for the manly seagulls just does not seems very uninspiring in a fresh pain house it should create plenty of go forward for reese walsh to feed off yeah well he's bloody due because there's been a couple of low ones in a row come on i want a slice i want a slice of reese i want a piece of reese um over for the warriors here against the penny panthers chance is back in um uh, we should go to the outs first violia is out freddie lasik is out when are the when's fucking oh sorry excuse the language Edo's, sorry, sorry, people. Um, when is um, Willie Army coming back in? He's had this bloody calf, or is he just, is he fit and they're not picking him? Um, I'll do a bit of investigation whilst you go through team lists. Rightio. Um, so, Viley is out. Lusick is out. Chance is in. Tohu Harris is, is in at lock. Dallin is going to go from fullback to wing. Montoya is going to go from the wing to centre. Nia Corey is going to go from the front row to the second row. Curran, second row to the bench. Adam Fanua-Blake from the lock to the front row. Uh, over for the Penrith Panthers, um, Eisenhuth out, James Fisher-Harris in. Nice and simple. I'm going to go the Penrith Panthers in this one. Um, I know that Cleary has been on a bit of an injury cloud, but I just feel like he's a big game sort of player and he might just get up and have a really good game uh, in this one against the Warriors. Yeah, oh, I agree. This is a bit of written all over it. Um, particularly after losing to the Tigers last week. Uh, it just feels like a massive bounce-back game from Penrith and I expect them to get the job done rather convincingly. Yep. And just on Willie Army, mm. um, I think he's still injured. He must have been a very bad calf injury because he oh. has not been playing New South Wales calf. Oh, mate, I've just got He's not named this week. Yeah, sitting there. All right, well, we'll move on to the next one. Eh? Well, you're tipping the Penrith Panthers in a big one, and I'm tipping the Penrith Panthers in a big one. One of the Cronulla Sharks versus the Finns, the Dolphins, the Nothing Dolphins. Um, for the Sharks, Brandlin Brandon Hamlin Ueli is out. Trindle is out as well. Fanukan's going to come back in um, to the team in lock. McInnes is going to go from the lock to the bench. And Royce Hunt is going to go from the bench to the front row. Uh, over for the Dolphins. I was hearing mail that uh, Tawari was going to be um, a debut, but he's not even been named. So what was all that? Just shit reporting by the old uh, reporters out there or something. Um, no, I think he will be playing. It's just Brenko Lee will be given a chance to play. He had a hamstring injury, and so I think he will still be playing. I still think Tawari will make his debut. And um, fingers crossed, because he's around 13 number, he keeps the spot. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm going to have keep, keep close eyes on him because i got a lot of red dots in Schuster and Mawali and Couchman. I can do a nice downgrade in there. Um, look, let's have a look at their team, actually. Robert Jennings is out. Stone is out. Kurt Donahue is out. Tessie New's going to come back in on the wing. Milford's back in on the bench. Um, Mason Teague's going to come in on the bench. Uh, I'm going to tip the Cronulla Sharks in this one. I know that they're a, a Queensland team. They'll probably have really good support in the crowd. Um, but I think that the Sharks are looking pretty good to me. Yeah, this is this is a Sharks win written all over it for me. Yep. Nico Hines, this has got a... Absolute cracking uh, game for him, written all over it as well. Yep. I could see him scoring 130 comfortably. Yep. No, I mean, Brisbane's a bit more, you know, he's going to be a few people up here too, so maybe he'll have a good night after the game as well because he's a good-looking rooster. 
<laughs> on to the Melbourne Storm versus the Sydney uh, Sydney Rabbitohs. This could be the match of the round, really, because I think that the um, Rabbitohs are in pretty good form. And Melbourne is such a Suncorp special team. You know, they come up and they really... They've got a lot of Queenslanders in there and, yeah, Munsters and Grants and, and, and like. So I think this is going to be a ripping game. Tyron Wish is going to drop out for the Storm. Tom Eisenhuth is going to come in. Grant Anderson's going to come in on the bench. Um, Tarek Sims is going to go from the front row to the bench, and Nelson is going to go from the bench to the front row. Over there for the Sydney uh, Rabbitohs, this is the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Moali's out. Uh, in is going to come Liam Knight. Um, Blake Taff is going to come in on the bench. Um, Arrow is going to go front row to bench. Tavita Totola is going to go from the bench to the front row. Um, I'm going to tip the storm in this one. Okay, I'm going to tip South Sydney. All right, that's fair enough. Well, one of us is in, going to be in the lead in the tips after that. Um, the West Tigers versus the State. Well, I'm trying to think because I'm going to go for three days in a row. If there's any game that I might be happy to miss, and this might be one of them. <laughs> sorry, sorry, uh, Tigers and, and uh, St. George fans. But I'm going to kick on on the Saturday um, night. So Sunday might be just a bit of – I might be dusty too, so it might be a late start, get a bit of a massage. and You know, a bit of a massage and uh, – you know, a nice breakfast and get off to the game, uh, game two. But anyway, let's talk about the ins and outs. Sado's getting off on a tangent. Brent Naden is out. Kapoa is going to come in on the bench. Tommy Talao, which was a bizarre one on the bench for me, but he's coming into centres. Mate, he's absolutely gone mental here. Uh, hook. He's going to get hooked real soon, I imagine. Lomax. Gone. Jaden Hunt. Gone. Little. Gone. Couchman. Gone. Uh, Ravalawa is going to come into the wing. Billy Burns is going to start in the second row. So is Jaden Sewer. Sullivan's going to go here, uh, in on the bench. Um, Max, Max Fearguy is going to go from the wing to the centre. Molo is going to go from the front row to the bench. Jack Bird's going to go second row to lock. DeBellin's going to go from the, the lock to the front row. Um, I'm, tipping, I'm tipping the Tigers. I just, I mean, look, it's just, I reckon it's, he's changing everything around. Maybe these guys will come in and be hungry. I haven't thought that they've played altogether too bad, the Dragons. They just have been in these sort of tough grind matches where other teams have just got over the line. They haven't been great, but they haven't been poor. I don't know why all these mass changes, obviously he's trying to save his job, but I just reckon after the massive win last week, maybe the Tigers would just ride that wave for another week and go, hey, let's build on the one that we did last week. We topped the bloody two-time premiership team. We've got this against the, the St. George Dragons. Yeah, I do get the sense that if the Tigers can just play like they did last week, they could start getting on a roll. You know what I mean? Yep. Because they've got the roster for it. They just needed to break the duck. Yeah, how funny is that? I got um, none of my I got none of my friggin' um, crystal balls right last week, except I said the West Tigers would win. <laughs> All the ones I'd get right, that was the one. Um, your Sydney Roosters up against the North Queensland Cowboys. This should be a beauty um, as well, I reckon. I mean, look, the North Queensland Cowboys have been dog shit, but I'm... You know, um, if you're a Teddy owner and you were sort of hanging on and saying Teddy's class, this could be an absolute ripping one for um, for him. Uh, let's have a look at the team. Um, Paul Momorowski is out. He got injured last week. Um, Fletcher Baker is out. Jared Ware Highgraves has uh, overcome his back injury and he's back in. Turpin's going to come in uh, on the bench because in doubt is Smith, isn't he? He had a neck injury last week, so um, he's in doubt. Um it's good to see Joey Manu stay in the sixth. They've brought Drew, Drew Hutchinson off the bench into the centres. Oh, I knew they'd do that. Look at you, genius. 
I knew I knew they would. They just love it. I said on my on the Sunday, I was like, they want him to be an Orbison, like he can just fill in anywhere. Look, he's serviceable, you know. <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, poor old yeah. Walker. I mean, I would have thought you just get Manu back to the old uh, centres and you bring in Sam yeah. Walker. But hey, I'm glad as a Manu owner. Um, over for the uh, North Queensland Cowboys, Nanai is out, suspended. Tom Chester, who I think has done a pretty good job since he came in for those couple of games, unfortunately done an ACL. Heal, heal him, Lukey. Heal him. Lukey's going to come in into the second row. Mate, I like it. Lukey is a player. Um, well, how do you say this? Fine Fiuaki? You have a go. Uh, yeah, I, I had a go. Finny Fiuaki. Oh, you said it better than me, I think. Granville's going to go lock to bench. Ruben Cotter's going to go bench to lock. Um, I'm going to go the Roosters in this one. I think they're in all sorts, the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. It's not to say that the Roosters are playing out of their skin either, but no, I think the class of the Chooks will get him here. Yep. And also the spine's just, it's it's in tip-top condition. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll put on a masterclass. All right, the Gold Coast Titans here up against the Parramatta Eels. Um, AJ Brimson, he seems to be a bit injury-prone, unfortunately, this year. I mean, unfortunate, but... You know, that's just the way it is. Um, he's out. Uh, Leeming's going to come in on the bench. Jaden Campbell's going to go for the bench, the fullback. Um, over for the Yields, Sean Russell is out. Matt Dury is out. Ogden is out. Bailey Simonson is going to come in. Andrew Davey straight into the team after this transfer, and he's starting in the second row, according to team lists. Um, and Madison's come back into the team via the bench. Um, Bryce Cartwright is um, going to go from the second row to the bench. So let me ask you two uh, two questions on the, here. Are you worried about Maddo starting on the bench? Do you even think that's going to really happen? I mean, Davey is a sort of a – he's a specialist second rower, really, isn't he? Yeah, that had a pinch of playing in the middle, but he's really a second rower, Davey. Um, in terms of Maddo, if I was an owner, I wouldn't be worried. If I was a non-owner, I wouldn't be buying him. Yeah. I think he's probably going to play 60 in the middle. Mm. You know, we remember Greg plays the first 20, Maddo comes on, he can do his thing. Um, with the way that the – uh, what's their names? The Eels play. They pretty much have three props. Yep. So it, I, I wouldn't put he, it past. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't put it past the late change to do that. I mean, they were going, you know, card. I mean, I probably think that they want to have some middles on there because you've got Cardi on the bench, and um, you know, you 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 get Maddo who can play middle as well, and so can Hopkins. You just spread them up, uh, up a bit, you know. Um, but yeah. look, I'm, I agree with you. I probably wouldn't buy Maddo. What about? Um, uh, old mate there, Hopgood. Do you reckon he's a buy? He's got a low break even again this week. Um, he's he's obviously looking like he's going to start there in the 13, but with Maddo on the bench, that worries me even more. I feel like um, the two trades that I was going to make was going to be Hopgood in, and um, I'll tell you my other one, but I was going to get Hopgood in because I, I they play all three buys. I don't know if he'll go off to origin, but... I feel less confident about Maddo and Hopgood because of the way this is named a little bit. I feel fine. I don't, I don't, my opinions have changed because I think Madison and Greg will combine for 80 minutes in one front row position. I think Paulo's playing 50, and then I think Hopgood will play 70 at lock. And then you've got guys like Hop, um, not Hopgood, Cartwright, Madison, Cartwright and Makatoa to fill in the other minutes here and there. Yep. So you're, you're green lighting Hop. You're green lighting Hopgood. Getting right. in because he's probably going to be playing 80 minutes when the buy rounds come along and there's no pull Yep, I like it. Um, look, in this one, I'm going to tip the Eels. I think they're going to get up for this one. Um, yep, what about yourself? I mean, the Titans, um, yeah, you know, they're just a bit up and down, I think, and so are the Eels in a way, but I think they're going to get this one done. Yeah, Eels, I'm on the same page for that one. Yep, all right, well, let's get in and uh, move on to the trade trends for the week. We'll give our two cents on those. Um, you know, I... 
The friggin' mouse! My mouse! It stopped! It always, every time I go to do this. Let me just press this on live on the show. Oh, it's connected again. Here we go. Don't worry. See, R- rage fixes everything. Um, no, that's not good advice, people. Don't rage out. Uh, look, number one on the list for traded out is Reese Walsh. 10% of people moving him out. Um, what, give, me your, give me your opinions on that. Well, look, I see why. It's 156 break even, right? Mm. So he's got to have a probably the best game of his career so far just to meet that mm. score. Um, in saying that, I don't think he's going to get too far off the 156 in this game. I think he's probably good for a, a 90 plus because just with the nature of the how the nature of the game should go. I don't think Manly's middles can step up enough to counteract Payne Haas. So it should be some very nice momentum through their forward pack. And as a result, Walsh will feed off that. And I imagine him, I can imagine him just carving up the Seagulls. I think you hold, I think I'm holding him just because Mm. I want to, I want a good vice captain option and a few other things as well, which we'll get to. Yeah. yeah, I'm holding him, but I can't not endorse the sell. Yeah, uh, look, 10% of people doing that's a large number of people. It is an enormous break-even. I don't think he's going to get it. And people are probably worried about him losing all of his value and with the fact that he's got low ones in him. Um, I've considered selling him. He's been on my sort of um, sell list this week. Um, I think you can hold or sell because he, he's not going to go to Origin, I don't think. Although, um, are they going to go Ponga, you know, after what we saw last week? Um so, look, I, I'm the same as you. I reckon you could be – I'm on the fence whether you want to hold or sell. Number two on the list is Tom Travojevic. Um, he's been named. he got that extra week to sort of heal the many ales that he's got. I just reckon you've got a guy – I'm not going to Magic Round in the stands watching Tom Travojevic run around live without him in my team. So, 6% of people getting rid of him. Um, what do you reckon? I think, I think that's the right move. I think it's time to sell Tom Travojevic. I'm of the opinion that yeah, you, you reckon just, you, you hold you hold like, Walsh, you hold Walsh, you sell Turbo. That's what I'm doing. It's a bit it's a bit left field, but a big part of me holding Walsh is I want the vice captaincy option, and I get it's not everything. I understand that, but I think it's going to be very important because otherwise, I'm vice captaining a front rower. You know, yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I just think there's a there's a chance for a good score from Walsh. Yeah, Here, look, I don't think there's any chance of a good score for Turbo. Oh, that's a bit. Are you, let me find. Are you for real? I gotta find it. Just just for that statement, because I'm gonna I'm gonna. Oh, I can't even. Are you for real? Because t- Turbo can get a big score any time. The real thing is, he looks like an absolute bloody granddad out there for injuries. But he is the kind of guy that says, "Oh, you want to trade me? I'm gonna." Ruin you. So, oh, look, I'm going to sell Walsh. He's got better value. I, I, I've had a lot of good times with Walsh because I sold Teddy early doors to Walsh. Got all of his great scores. I've only got a couple of bad ones now. He's still got good value. So, you can, like, go him to other players um, and make a good amount of coin. So, look, I reckon th- – I, I agree with you. I think that these top two in here – um, one, I don't know for sure whether Tom Travojevic or Walsh is going to go to Origin. I think at the moment he's looks so injured that I can't see how they'd go to Origin with Tom Travojevic instead of Campbell Graham. Uh, with Walsh, I don't know. Um, he's been up and down, but he's certainly got game deficiencies and maybe they just go, Pong has been there before on the big stage, maybe we go with him. I just reckon if he, if they go with Ponga, Walsh doesn't get picked, and he's going to be around 13 option for you. So um, I think you can go either way on those two. And, and goodness me, there's another big name in the top cells, and it's Nathan Cleary. Um, 885,000 
dollars. Um, he's four point two percent sell. What, what's going on? These names in here, particularly the number two and three. These are guys who can score one fifty. I know there's injury clouds over both of them, but what what do you think? You obviously I'd sacrifice Tom Travoyevic before I'd sacrifice Cleary. Yeah, I definitely agree on that one. Uh, I, I still think Turbo's. Oh, I don't know. I'm with you on Turbo, but we moved on from him. Nathan Cleary, uh, no, not selling. That's a silly move. Particularly, like maybe round 13 to like a Sean Johnson or. Oh, a I bet Moses. you they're going Moses. I bet you he's everyone's grabbing Moses because he top scored last week. But I wouldn't sell Cleary. Um, I reckon this week he could be, he he'd, he could be just up against the New Zealand Warriors. That's uh that's a matchup. I reckon. He could, he could he could dominate. Um, Sonny Taruva is next on the list. Um, four point one percent selling him. I reckon you can do that. Yeah, I yep. think you can, particularly when, as a hypothetical trade, taking him to a Taware or a Jareen Buller, both of which we'll probably get to at some point. Um, yep. gets you nearly two hundred grand. Schuster, um, what a bust Ooh. he's been. I've still got to, I've got him in there because uh, I don't yeah. I expect he's going to come back in at some stage. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't see the point in selling him. Uh, mate, like the only trade, there's like one trade that I would do involving Schuster, and it's Schuster to Peachy. So if you've got Tyrone, if you've if you've got, got second row, not yep. many issues, mm. just make the trade, I guess. But otherwise, I think you hold on to him. Yeah, well, I mean, Peachy's only got played one game, so you can watch for another week because there's not going to be any oh, chance. Okay. He's, he's coming up. Too. Oh, is he? So this is it. He played a game. Of, he, he scored a try playing as a bench hooker, and then he scored a try at centre. Oh, righty So he's had no, two I games. I think that's a safe enough move. Even. Yep, safe enough move. You've got nothing else to do in the team. Um, number six on the uh, list is Tyrell Sloan. Um, you know, he's sort of 20s or, or 70s, really, isn't he? So but you agree with that one? No, he was Yeah, he was on the most board in. Yeah. Yeah. Probably this weekend against the Tigers, despite how good they are. Yeah, good they were last week, I should say. Yeah, it'll be one or the other. He's made two hundred k so far. Um, you know, what's his break even? He's probably high, isn't he? Um, on the oh, break even. 40, oh, forty nine. Yeah, forty nine. Oh no, it's uh, yeah, whatever. Forty five, achievable. I don't know. Um, number six, seven on the list is um Katoa for the Dolphins variety. Two point eight percent getting rid of him. Um, he's made one hundred forty two thousand. He's I don't know. He just sort of plods along and he's just sort of, it's like 40s. He seems like a 40s top player. Um, he's going to be around 13 number as well. So do you think he's movable now? Oh, well, he's got a 20 rating. Yeah. I think I just keep riding the wave. Yeah, don't, don't, don't play him. Just have him in there. Yeah, no. Yeah, just have him score at 40s. Yep, I agree. Number eight on the list is Marju, um, 649,000. I kind of, you know, I had a feeling like the wheels would fall off there. Look, it hasn't been the worst, though. 122, 102 to start, 92. 42, 67, 39 since. He plays uh, around 13, doesn't he? So, um, yeah. will you agree with the Marju now? There's only one trade I'd do involving Marju, and it'd be Marju to Garrick. Yeah. If that's the trade you're doing, then sure. But I think otherwise, you just hold Marju because he hasn't had many attacking stats. So all these scores 
have been his base, his usual work, essentially. So I think there's some upside coming for him. Yep. Um, next, we've got Val Holmes. 2.1% uh, of people getting rid of him. It was a ton a couple of weeks ago, and everyone was like, oh, see, that's why you get Val, because he's 40 to 60 most weeks, and then he can get a ton every now and then. Lowest score of the year, of course, last week, um, 26. But do you reckon you move him on? Yeah. Why? K. There's so much money in him, and he's got he's playing Origin for sure. Yep. Um. It's he's playing like what three more games, and you're gonna have to sell him. So you may as well sell him whilst his price is still pretty good, sixty nine break even. So he might hold value this week, mm. and then next week the hundred and five drops out. Yeah. So well, I'm well, gonna move him on. If I had him, I'd move him on. Yeah, I'm not moving him. Um, he's averaging sixty three for the year. And he's not urgent for me, but like I said, I'm looking um, at break-evens, and now he's probably on the borderline of what he'll do this week. He may lose a dollar here or there this after this round, and he might be a piece that I move next week. Because that's the thing. Um, last week, I obviously, hasping out was a real pain in my ass because I was always planning to get him to Tuppany right on the, on, the, on the origin, but I just pulled the trigger early on that. I can wait, obviously, with Val for another week, and I will do so. Um, but, you know... I think that Marju, Val Holmes, you know, they're all sellable if you really want to, you know, because, well, I mean, look, I'd probably sell Valentine Holmes before I sell Marju because Marju is putting up decent base, solid base like Val, and he's going to be there for round 13, which Val's not, so, and the Cowboys are in all sorts. Number 10 on the list is Alicia Katoa, 2.1% um, getting rid of him. Um, obviously, you agree with that. He's got a big 105 break even. Be pretty good for the year till now. And he doesn't play round 13. It's not a great combination, but he's served us well, and I think you move him on. Yep. Let's go over to the most traded in. Um, number one on the list is Jareem Bula, and I uh, will just say quietly he looks terrific to me. He is a future West Tigers. I'm going to, have to put it out there now. Mm. He was that good. He was. He's so clutch as well. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, I really did enjoy watching him. Uh, essentially win them the game with that one tackle there. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, people I, are I making the move. I, I advise Buller. Yeah. yeah. People, because he's obviously... I'm full, making the move. He's fullback only, and you sell one of these other ones, yeah. like a Walsh or a Turbo, you make 300K, you can upgrade like a Couchman to a bloody Matto or one of these yeah. bloody great ones. So, um, he's got a good matchup this week too against the St. George Dragons. Is, how many... Is this his... Is he... You've got to go now. Is he, is he's played a couple of games. Yeah. He's got a yeah, minus so he's two games. minus thirty eight um, uh, break even. Um, goes into South North Queensland, Canberra, Gold Coast. Uh, it's not the worst. I mean, I think we know. Like, if you've got a Tommy Turbo in there, for instance, he's either injured or he's going to go off to Origin. I reckon you. You know, if you're going to take a risk and just save yourself a whole bunch of money, that could be a now move. You know, to do it before his price starts yeah. going up. It's a pity that he is only fullback only. Um, because I disagree with the game that they bring in any rookie like that because I didn't... Did he even play fullback in his first game? Probably not. Did he? Yeah, he did. Oh, whatever. Anyway, number two on the list is Clint... <laughs> Clint Gutherson is being brought in by 5.2% um, of people. Gutho just quietly has been putting together a really good year. He is averaging 74.2. Gutho is not going to go off to origin, so he's going to play all three of the buys. Um, he's got a 37 as his lowest score of the year, and then you jump straight up to a 62. My move um, planned was to f off Walsh with his big giant break even, only playing one by if he doesn't go to origin, uh, and bringing in Gutharino for a masterclass at 
um, Magic Round against the Titans, another Gutherino masterclass. Talk me out yes, of it. Talk me out of it. Well, Walsh or Gutho? That's my question. This week, who scores higher, Walsh or Gutherson? Look, if I was actually tipping this week, I would probably if I was putting if someone said here's a thousand, put it on who you reckon is going to score more in Supercoach this week. I'd probably put it on Walsh. I think he's got a really nice matchup yeah. there. Um, look, I think that it's a good matchup as well for Gutho, but um, I just think you know it's because it's Queensland. Yeah, it's, a, it's in Queensland, and I think Walsh is a confidence player, and if there's a crowd there, he'll get up for it. But I'm going to probably pull the trigger on it just simply because. Um, I'm, I'm filtering by my round 13 numbers, and I think when you're looking about third round 13, is there anyone better than Gutho that you probably want? You know, Maddo's a chance of going off to origin. Dillbags is – I've already got him. He's, he's starting to, you know, warm up. I reckon in the fullback position, it's probably Gutho, isn't he? He's the guy that you want. They've got a really – look at this run of games that they got. They've got the Gold Coast Titans this week. They've got the Canberra Raiders uh, in round 11. Round 12, yeah, it's the South Sydney Rabbitohs. But then you go into North Queensland, Bulldogs, Manly, Dolphins, New Zealand, Gold Coast, North Queensland, up to round 21. That is a really charmed draw. And I just reckon you get Gutho now. He's got a break-even um, of 26, which he's going to well and truly cover this week. He's already at 753000 It's pretty much a sideways trade from Reese Walsh, who looks like he's going to lose a bunch of money. And look, you get the added bonus in that sideways trade that you, you're you basically purchasing, purchasing someone who's going to be there for all three buys. Yeah, so just as you were speaking, I've undone my trade, which was going to be Stefano to, to Horsburgh and uh, what was it, Turbo to Buller, and I've now done... How's the name left left me now? Uh, <laughs> Walsh to Gutherson. That's it. Yeah. See, I, I influence you too much. If you fall on your you on your and- ass. But look, I just reckon there's a lot of pros for Gutho. Even if he doesn't do well, as well as we Reese Walsh this week, he, you're purchasing someone for triple the amount of major buys. You get the all three buys, major buys. Gutho's had a really terrific floor this year where he's not getting any real, real low ones. Um, so I reckon it's a great move. Um, there's a lot of pa- Parramatta Eels on this top five. Um, Dillbags, number three on the list. Look, um, I agree that with bringing him in. His break-even is 27. It's a good matchup. This feels like a Dillbags matchup against the Titans. Um, he's starting to hit his straps. Look, he's um, got his second ton for the year, um, uh, Dillbags. And if not, it's sort of 60 points. He's a really solid player with a solid base, and he's got a ton in him. I can't, I can't fault it. Almost that he will be the best 5-8 option over the origin period. It just makes sense, doesn't it? Yep. Uh, number four on the list is Mitchie Moses. Uh, Mitch is having a year averaging 66.7. Um, people are probably, we saw on there, moving uh, Cleary on. So you think they're grabbing Mitch because he tunned up last week the 147. He has had two tons for the year. Um, all I would say to people bringing in Mitchie is he's got a 16 in there and he's got a 34 as well. Um, he does have a ceiling. He's one of those ones that goes big, doesn't he, When he, uh, from time to time, Mitch. Um, and I think if people are sort of moving on players, I don't know, I'm just going to sort of just hold Cleary and, and Hines all year. And, you know, unless Cleary's fitness just continues to look or, you know ordinary, I can't see myself sort of moving there. I'm just going to probably take the AE over the 13 by when they're, neither of them are there. Um, I'm not moving them on. I'm not going to trade them. This is the issue. In the fourteen by as well, 
Nico doesn't. Nico has a buy in one of these major up uh, in the round after one of the major buy rounds. No, well, they're and, both on the thirteen. Yeah, no, 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 no. I think he miss. I think the Sharks don't play round seventeen, for example. Yes, it's a fair way away, but you probably will need to make a trade at halfback in the Origin period. That's mm. my thinking, because otherwise, round you risk having an AE there. Well, round, round thir- thirteen, you're fine. Well, and round seventeen, if. Uh, if Nick goes out, I'll just play Cleary because he'll be back by the. Oh no, he's he off to Origin then as well. Yeah. Round so. seventeen, you've got Nico on the bye post Origin, and then you run the risk of Cleary needing to back up. Yeah. To have him play, and then if he doesn't, you're stuck copying a Murdoch and Silla. Oh well, that's future Adrian problems. Um, number five on the list is Jermaine Hopgood. Um, he was terrific last week. It's it's just about minutes. When he gets 45 minutes, you score you 45. If he gets 70 minutes, he'll score you anywhere from 60 to 100. That's just what he does because he's he's busy when he's out there and things come off for him. Um, Matto back. Do you think it's uh, he, he's still going to get the 70 minutes? Do you think he will? I think he'll at least get 65. It's just that I think Matto plays 60 in the middle to offset Wiramu Greg. Yep. And I think uh, 70 minutes for Jermaine Hopgood is not out of the realm of possibility just looking at how he played last week. Yep. And then I think he's, got a, he's a safe bet because he scores 50. He scores 50 if he gets 45, 50 minutes. Um a light chance of origin because he's, he's been having a pretty good year, but they they seem to be stacked for options in there. Well, obviously not Nanai anymore, but um, that's the only light chance with him. Number six on this is Nico Hines. I'm not even talking about that. If you don't have him and you want to bring him in, bloody well, bring him in. Bring him in and captain him. Number seven on the list even is... If it's for, even if it's for clearing? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yep, I'd do that for this week. Um, number seven on the list is Jared Croker. He's been good, actually. I, uh, with all my Matto laid outs and all that shit last week, I had to play Jared Croker. He scored a 69 after scoring a couple of 40s. I think you should have grabbed him last week if you're going to grab him. Um, but he's got a, a minus eight break even this week. Um, and people are sort of downgrading there to maybe grab some money. Does he play the round 13? I think they do, don't they, the Raiders? Yeah, so... That's the appeal behind Tarpany. Yep, so no... Oh, yeah, that's right. I've, sorry, of course. And they play in the same team, my team. Um, yep, I, I like it. Number eight on the list is Corey Horsburgh. He's been really good. Um, he's uh, got a break-even of three. The last three weeks, he's got 70 minutes, so I think that they've sort of warmed him into this role, and he's scoring, you know, over those last three weeks, he's had a 56, a 62, and a 98. Um, I think he's getting better every week. He's having a really good year. His average is 57.5 now, but... It was a milder start. So I like the purchase. He's got a nice jewel. Going to play that first buy. If you can't quite afford the 100 extra K for Tuppany, I reckon you could grab yourself a Horsburgh and, and lock in that he's going to probably keep getting that 70 minutes. Would you grab, if it's your new buyer, you can get both of them, Tuppany or Horsburgh? Oh, well, I'd get Tuppany. Yeah, just for ped- pedigree um, on him. Uh, number uh, nine on the list is Connolly Lumilu. Mate, he's been bloody terrific this year. I've got, I've got to say, mainly because you see he's such a big body and I, I can see why they moved him from centre up to the back row and he looks like a real damaging bloody back row. He runs a great line. He's he's a handful. He really is. And I've, yeah, again, as, as you are, I'm, I've been very impressed and he's forced Kenny Bromwich into the middle rotation. He's been that good. Yep. Made 214000 for the year, so he's been terrific. Um, he has a break-even of minus 22 this week. He's going to play the first bye. Um, you know, he's got to have, he's got that 120 from last week in his average now for a few more weeks. So I think that that's a pretty good trade by people. It's a handy jewel as well, so I like it. Number 10 on this is Max Figai. Um, he is 
brought in by people. He's got a minus 15 break even. He's only had um, the one game. Would you be doing that this week? No, I'll keep that one short. I wouldn't be trading him in this week. He's at centre. They just dropped Zach Lomax. <laughs> he could be back next week. So, yep. no. Nah, yeah, I wouldn't be doing that. Um, look, I think on that traded in, there's not too much in there that I disagree with. I'm a little bit iffy about Mitch Moses, but I guess people are making trades, bringing in Parramatta players, and I guess the ones I'm interested in are Maddo, Gutho, Dillbags, Moses. There's all the usual ones. Maybe you take a flutter on a Sevo. If, if you so desire, but they're, they're the ones you want, eh? And um, people are bringing them in now. Um, all right, well, let's move it on to... I'm not doing sound effects today because I can't be bothered. I'm all over the place. Um, but let's talk about our trades for the week. You go first. So I'm weighing up three different, two different avenues. So the one trade that I have got locked in is Trebojevic, Turbo, that is, mm. to Doreen Buller. Mm. I'm locking that in. Buller's coming in this week. I like the look of him. Lots of money to be made there. Pretty simple one. The, now, the other one, I can go in two different directions. I can either take Reese Walsh to Clint Gutherson, mm. or I can take Stefano to uh, Joe Tarpany, Corey, Hall, Corey Horsburgh, someone like that. Mm. Now, the advantage of doing Corey, Hall, Corey Horsburgh, let's call him Joe Tarpany. that make it nice and easy. The advantage of bringing in Joe Tarpany is it gives me three front rowers, including Tavita Pangai as the third, not in the 17, front rower, and he can cover front row and second row thanks to the jewels of Ben murdoch Masilla. Mm. However, Clint Gutherson in saves me losing the risk of losing ninety to 100000 on Reese Walsh mm. and maybe just as good of a score. So there's a few things to weigh up. Do I want squad coverage or do I want to go for uh, preserving cash? Yeah, well, my first question... I'm leaning towards the preserving the cash. Yeah, well, my, my first question to you would be, how's your th- round 13 numbers looking? How's your... How's the three yeah. main buyers looking? Yeah. Well, so note that each, each of the trainings that I'm talking about both play round 13. Yeah, but Gutho Hence plays... why I've narrowed it down. Gutho plays all three, though. So you, you're essentially... Pump, you're pumping someone into every one of those buys that you filter on. So, um, all right, well, I like those moves. For me, it's um, Walsh out. Look, I still think he could go well this week, but I've just got a feeling in my waters that Gutho... Look, Gutho's had a really strong year as well, so even if he doesn't fire for a big ton, I still think he's going to score well. Um, so I'm going to go Walsh to, to Gutho. Um, I'm just going to go with my gut because I've been sort of having hovering around, you know, either losing a couple of spots or I've been sort of grabbing back a couple of green arrows. I reckon Gutho could go large in this game, uh, you know, because they play well in, in, in Queensland as well. Uh, and I just pump another number in. Look, you can't have too many yields because they're on the buy um, in between the round 14 and 17, around 13 and round 17. So if you've got five, six of them, you're going to be sitting a lot of people, a lot of yields on their um, buy. So you, you want to carry yourself probably four, I reckon, or, you know, not, not much more. Yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm currently the owner of three eels, and I'm looking at maybe one more in the back row or in the centre wing. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so <laughs> four seems to be the maximum, I think. Yep. Uh, now, my trade two. Um, look, in a perfect world, I'd have the exact amount of cash I need to do this to go war brick to hop good via jewels. I haven't got it. So I'm going to sell Zach Hosking. Um, I think Hosking has uh, – he's obviously going to play one of the buys, not both of the buys. He's got a break-even, I think, this week. That's um, up there as well. And look, he started with a ba- he started with the bang scores wise, but he hasn't actually been um, unbelievable, has he? He's solid, isn't he? But 
what's it's kind of like the Walsh to Gutho. I get three buys, uh, and I'm thinking of grabbing Hopgood because his break even is low. And I think because I'm going to get Hopgood for three buys, I reckon it is an upgrade for from Zach Hosking, who's sort of maxing out now. Or I think because there's not been any more big hundreds uh, from him. Yeah, I'll pose this question to you. If let's say you did do a tr- turbo to Jareen Buller, that would get you the funds you need to make the trade from Warbrick to Hopgood next week, even with a price rise from Hopgood. Yeah, but I don't. I like to. I like to have. I like a team of superstars. So I'm not moving turbo. I don't think Reese Walsh is. I think he's. he's a seventy year old turbo, a superstar. <laughs> well. I'm going to call it here now. I reckon Turbo goes 125 plus this week and puts, everyone's calling him an old man to, to bed. Um, look, I just think, look, I'm trying not to get rid of, um, look, I, I've hated having to trade ha- Haas, but I just, I went too light in the front row this year and it's meant that I've had to trade when I've had one of my big guns out in the front row. But I've tried to hold um, high, uh, you know, I traded Haas to Tappany, you know, because I, I was always going to do that before uh, Origin. Now, when it comes to Hosking, I don't think he is a season-long keeper for me, so I don't mind sacrificing him, and I don't think I was ever going to hold Reese Walsh for the whole year. Yeah, I'm getting him to Gutho, who I may not hold for the whole year, but he's been scoring very well, and he plays all three buys. I think there's a lot of pros in the moves that I'm going to make. You could say it's side. I think because Hopgood plays two more buys than Hosking, I don't think it is sideways. I think that makes it better than sideways. That's why I think Gutho for Walsh, getting those extra buys makes it um, not sideways. I think the scoring potential for both of those players is as good as the people that I'm trading out. Yeah, I think short-term, maybe you consider it sideways. Long-term, it definitely isn't. I mm. agree with you on that. Um, and if, I don't know, I don't mind the avenue of going. If I was in the situation, I'd be going the avenue of just getting bucket load of cash into the spare salary by doing Turbo to Buller, and then you can just do whatever you want next week. You don't even have to do two trades. You can do one. You can eat, spread out your trades because you have, say, roughly half a million in your remaining salary. That's mm. what I do, but I see you reasoning. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll have a think on it. Um, I could make a whole bunch of money and then upgrade one of these dead pieces that I have, or 300 k is like the Couchmans, the yeah. you know the Ben Murdoch Massillas, which I want to cut off some of those guys. But, um, look, I want to be there at Magic Round. I don't want to watch Tommy Turbo go around, even if he's, like, picked up, have, having the week off, if he's improved even a little bit. You know, he maybe he comes good. And there is a bit of noise about him going, pick your, your act up and stuff. I just reckon players like, and even that chat around Cleary, I reckon these two are going to go mental this week. I don't know if Turbo's got the body on him to be able to take the game by the scruff of the neck. Uh, and I reckon they're going to get dominated up the middle, yes. Um, which, you know, we know Turbo needs it as well. But uh, I reckon he's going to go, I reckon he's going to go all out this week and we're going to see good good Tommy Turbo. So I don't want to be live at the game watching going, far out, why didn't Nathan convince me to go baller? Because Turbo's going off. He's 150 by half time. You know, I don't know. I, that's what I feel like. I feel like I'm going to curse myself if I do it. Anyway, um, look, um, that's pretty much the show. I feel like it's going to be a, a really good round. Make your trades if you're going on ma- Magic Round. Get everything set up nicely because I, I, t- I'll, I'm, I will make heaps of mistakes, I'm sure, live at the game. People will be able to goat me into updating trades to someone stupid and stuff in the crowd. Um, but it should be an absolute uh, ripping round. It's such a great round, Magic Round, just for full crowds and the sort of festival environment. It's going to be a ripper, isn't it? It is going to be a ripper. I wish I was going up there. I can't, but I'll still very much enjoy watching it on the TV. 
Yep, well, you'll probably see me on there getting carted out of the stadium. You know, I, I, I did get carted out um, last year. I think, well, was it the year before? I don't know. How, how long has Magic Round been going on for? Is it the third one? Yeah, I mean, I got yeah. turfed out. It was in the Melbourne game. They, they turfed me. But anyway, we'll see how we go this year. <laughs> if we can make it. Last year, I went dressed in, after apart from the Raiders game, I went dressed in all the other teams' clothes. I'm not doing that this year, but, you know. You know, I'll, I'll find something interesting to wear. Uh, Nathan, thanks for uh, coming on. Uh, look, it's an interesting week. I think there's a lot of quandaries. People, uh, Do I hold these guns like Turbo and Cleary, you know, injured? You know, do you bring in these guys like Moses and Gutho who are flat-track bullies and play all these buys? You know, people are starting... You can see uh, the trends in there. People are bringing in these eels who are starting to look a little better against average teams and, and obviously, you know, uh, some big names that you want for your buy rounds. It's going to be interesting. Um, I like most of the traded ins. I think some of the traded outs, you know, I think, are, oh, you know, maybe probably a little bit questionable, but um, I think it's a week where um, live at the game, some of these big players could really stand up, I reckon. Um, so, uh, you know, it could be a, a nice moving round for super coaches on the, on the ladder. Sure. Uh, but I think this is a dream ball of breakout game. Oh, you reckon? Well, I mean, they got Penrith. Dream the dream. Yeah. We'll call him, that's his name, Dream Buller. <laughs> Nathan, thanks. Oh, thanks oh. thanks for jumping on. Thank you for having me. Oh, wrong, wrong sounds. That's from the Sunday show. There we go. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle.